because I'm like really relying on the vaccine to kind of in hopes cure this pandemic. Brittany Tucker, one of the many people eager to get the vaccine and get on with life. But fear of the unknown is why Eric Parra doesn't want to get the vaccine in the first place. This was rushed just so fast. Hearing of a person dying, though, hours after being vaccinated does leave Brittany uneasy. But now I think it's definitely something I probably should put more research into. Little is known about the person who died in Placer County, their age, gender, what vaccine they received, and if they had any underlying health conditions, but the Placer County Sheriff's Office says the person tested positive for COVID-19 in late December and was vaccinated January 21st and died several hours later. Yeah, hi, are you a pharmacist? Yes, how can I help? Yeah, hey, I've got a question. My wife, uh, against my wishes, brought my son, seven-year-old son in there yesterday, or, sorry, a few days ago for a COVID job, and he's now in the hospital with myocarditis. Um, and I was obviously not very happy with you guys or with my wife. Um, she told me that she was not told that was a potential side effect. So why wouldn't you have told her that? I can't. Um, sorry. Um, so it's got a real um, side effect as well. No, it's uh, not that. No, it's yeah. not because I've been doing research. It's common. In the U.S., there's tens of thousands of them reported at the CDC site. So why are you not telling parents this? They don't want to get their child vaccinated. Yeah, so so don't want to scare the parents with something that is actually happening that's happened to my kid. Are you out of your mind? You don't want to Have scare you? them. You need to give them the right information so they can make a proper decision. What is wrong with you? You don't want to scare them. I'm recording this conversation as well, and this is going to a lawyer next. Thank you for admitting that. So why don't you tell them? When, when someone comes in there and says, hey, what can go wrong? What do you say, sore arm? Have you um, seen the amount of dead people? Have you seen it? Has your we all have. asked before giving consent to give... She asked the, what the side effects are. Does she ask? I'm not sure because I wasn't there. It doesn't uh, matter. You're supposed to yeah. tell people this can happen. No, my kid. So you know what the prognosis is? You know what it is? Possible death within five years. 20% of people with myocarditis die. It is a permanent damaged heart. It is not temporary. He's okay, facing a heart transplant because of you. Because you didn't want to scare her. You know no kids have died from COVID. Not a single healthy kid. And you're giving this stuff out and you're not warning people. What is wrong with you? More than 50 million vaccinations have been administered to people in the U.S. And while the CDC has cited several side effects to the vaccine, there have been very few reported deaths. But a Virginia woman says she believes her mother, who had multiple underlying health conditions, died as a result of the vaccine. The Orange County Coroner's Office is investigating the death of a woman who passed away several days after getting her second Moderna vaccine. The family says the mother and grandmother was healthy before she got her shot and that her sudden death came as a shock. Eyewitness News reporter Jessica Denova has more. This Orange County son worries his mom died because of her second Moderna COVID-19 vaccine dose. A conversation with staff at the OC coroner's office about Griselda Flores' death raised red flags for Richard Cardenas and his family. They made it seem like this was like not the first call that they had. OC Assistant Chief Deputy Coroner Brad Olson says that's right. Olson tells Eyewitness News a handful of deaths, including Griselda's, are under investigation because they happened one to three 
three days after the person got a COVID-19 vaccine dose. And that means our doctors want to run some additional studies, whether it be toxicology, micros, uh, or just a review of medical records to see their, their treatment course and look for those other underlying conditions. But we haven't come to the conclusion yet that the vaccine had anything directly to do with the causes of death. Cardenas says his mom was a healthy, outgoing, hardworking mother and grandmother. Happy, smiling, always, you know, Telling me she loves me. The day after her second shot on April 14th at a CVS in Orange, Griselda complained of the expected side effects, chills, body aches, and a fever. She looked really pale, though. Really, really pale. pale. And she just said she was tired and she was going to go home and sleep. Two days after her second dose, Griselda's family says they found her dead in her room. Tonight, an investigation is complete into the death of a 13-year-old Michigan boy who died shortly after receiving his second dose of the COVID-19. 19 vaccine. Concerns around the safety of the AstraZeneca vaccine have been realised here in Australia, with medical experts confirming the death of a Central Coast woman is likely linked to the jab. The government is vowing to press on with the rollout with caution, saying a vaccine is still the go choice for older Australians. Janine Norris, 48 years old and the latest Australian victim of a global pandemic. This is a most unusual case as far as its clinical profile and that's why it certainly hasn't been closed. Janine was given the AstraZeneca jab on the morning of April 8, just hours before the federal government changed its advice on vaccines that under 50s be given the Pfizer jab. She already had serious health issues and developed rare blood clots. She died this week in John Hunter Hospital. The obituary for this Kansas woman says she died after receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. The Orange County Coroner's Office is investigating the death of a woman who passed away several days after getting her second Moderna vaccine. The family says the mother and grandmother was healthy before she got her shot and that her sudden death came as a shock. So tonight, a new study on the COVID-19 vaccines found more cases of heart inflammation than expected among members of our U.S. military. It is raising questions about the role of exercise. Our ABC 10 News anchor Derek Stahl is going in-depth to explain why experts say the vaccine's benefits still greatly outweigh the risks. From January through the end of April, the military administered 2.8 million doses of the vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna. A new study describes how 23 service members later developed chest pain and sought medical attention. Tests showed it was myocarditis. Myocarditis uh, is an inflammation of the heart muscle. The military study adds more evidence. They found all 23 cases were in men. All happened within four days of vaccination and most happened after the second dose. When the researchers broke down the numbers after the second dose, they say they'd expect to find between zero and eight cases of myocarditis from other causes. Instead, they found 19. Well, this information became uh, available to me or on my radar last week following a hearing with Senator Ron Johnson, uh, who was looking at sort of what he calls a second opinion on the entire response to the COVID pandemic. The medical data was released by three career military physicians who got the information from the military database that collects what we call ICD codes, which are the diagnosis codes. And these physicians had a feeling, they believed based on their own observation that they were seeing a significant uptick in certain conditions. So they actually went back and called the database 
from the military on certain conditions over a five-year period from 2016 through 2020, uh, notably con you know, or, uh, containing one year, 2020, of the full-blown pandemic. So they looked at 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20 at the prevalence of certain conditions, including things like heart attack, blood clots to the lung, miscarriages, those sorts of things. And they compared it to the incidence of those same things in the calendar year 2021 and saw an alarming increase in certain things. For example, they saw a 270% increase in myocardial infarction in 2021, a 300% increase in incidence of Bell's palsy and of certain neurologic complaints, uh, a 470% increase in pulmonary embolisms, blood clots to the lungs, and many, many other huge increases that they found alarming. So the, 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 the source of the information is several U.S. life insurance companies that have been reporting this, correct? And these three career physicians that you referred to. Well, there's... Yes, they are separate groups of data, Jason. The previous study from the U.S. life insurance companies, many of them were reporting a 40% increase in deaths from all causes in the 18 to 49-year-old group. They know that because these are life insurance companies that provide group life insurance policies to employers. So these are working age individuals with a 40% increase in all-cause deaths. That was a different report from this bombshell that came out last week from, as I said, three career military physicians who are calling a military database. Uh, so they are two groups of data that show, uh, again, an alarm that something is going on. And the question is what? What has changed in calendar year 2021 that is causing, number one, an increase in all-cause deaths, as reported by the life insurance companies, and an increase in certain medical conditions, such as heart attacks, blood clots to the lungs, um, uh, congenital malformations of children born that year, female infertility, uh, and those sorts of things. Now, in the past, Many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough. And nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. By hacking organisms, Elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over.
free will, that's over. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example.